Down the Lines podcast with Tyler Hunt. You know, it doesn't make sense. He's out there. He's trying to get open, but he can't get open. Like, why is he still on the team? That's a go, Tigers. You know, Joe Burrow, he was the one. (laughs) What's Brian Kelly going to do? I don't know. And now your host, Tyler Hunt. Hello and welcome to Down the Lines, episode number 132. Today we are going to talk about the new recruits and new transfers in the 2022 signing class, Brian Kelly's first signing class, which one of these players are going to contribute to this team this year, in years coming forward, and kind of who we need to look out for. Now, we had a we had three five stars, depending on what uh, publication you look at recruiting-wise. I'm going to talk about those guys, but I'm also going to talk about uh, positions in whole between freshmen, transfers coming in, and who we're going to need to keep keep an eye out for. Uh, quickly, next week, I'm going to be talking about the new coaches coming in, how they've been in their previous stops, why they fit in at LSU, uh, and also we're going to talk about some position battles. So I'm not going to go highly in-depth on each position, but I will highlight the players today that we've got at each position. Now, if we're going to start off anywhere, I think everybody always is going to start off at quarterback. Now, if you look at uh, the quarterback room and what we got had coming in this year, one, you re-recruited Miles Brennan. Two, you get Walker Howard from Louisiana to stay home. He was committed to Orgeron's staff. He decommitted when Brian kept waiting to see who the head coach was going to be. Brian Kelly re-recruited him and got him here. Walker Howard, I believe, will be the quarterback of the future. I don't know if he will be the quarterback this year. I doubt he will be the quarterback this year, actually. But 2023-2024, watch out. Walker Howard could be the next great quarterback at LSU. Now, someone who came in who will play and I can guarantee you he will play, is Jaden Daniels. Will he win the starting job? I don't know. Miles Brennan has a real good shot at it, and so does Garrett Nussmeyer returning. But that's going to be something that we talk about uh, next Friday when we talk about position battles. Will be uh, the quarterbacks, which ones could play. But remember, Jaden Daniels, great guy, comes in from Arizona State where he was a three-year starter. And that gives LSU more depth at quarterback than they've had the last few years. And then probably almost any team in the NCAA. So that's exciting right there. Now, I'm going to switch over to defense because that's where you have some of the best players coming in. Starting with five-star, eighth nationally ranked prospect uh on 247, Harold Perkins, five-star linebacker out of Cypress, Texas. This is a guy that Brian Kelly won. You won this guy. He was going to Texas A&M. He was committed to Texas A&M. He decommitted in January right before signing day. He reopened back up. He visited Florida and their new coach. He visited LSU and their new coach, and Brian Kelly won him over. Now, looking at a guy named Her- like Harold Perkins, 
looking at his high school film, you don't see much linebacker play on it. What you see are 70-yard, 60-yard touchdown runs because he could be the best running back on this team. Now, if you want me to give you a comp of who this guy is like, remember Devin White when he came to LSU? He wasn't a linebacker. He was a running back. They flipped him to defense, to linebacker, and with the skills that he had as a running back, became one of the best linebackers that we've produced in LSU history. Harold Perkins can all can also be that guy. He can follow in the Devin White mold. Of course, he played linebacker in high school. He was recruited as a linebacker, so he's going to be playing linebacker, and we know that, and we expect him to be the next great LSU linebacker as LSU has just churned out very, very, very good linebackers for years. And it's a reason that I believe LSU's front seven can be very, 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 very good. And now if you look at some publications like Athlon Sports and you look at the linebacker room, Athlon is really high on LSU's linebacker room as they have him as the fourth best in the SEC. And if you think of uh, what Alabama has at linebacker, what Texas A&M, what Georgia, what all, what, I mean, linebacker in the SEC in general, Kentucky's always churning out linebackers. To be the fourth best room in the SEC, that means a lot. And part of the reason that they think it's high is a guy uh, like Harold Perkins, but also guys you have coming in, you know, South Carolina transfer in Kobe Fields. Um, so look for Harold Perkins to be a part of this team and to, to play this year. Will he start? I don't know. The depth chart in front of him is pretty good. Guys like Greg Penn, Mike Jones Jr., who was a transfer the previous year from Clemson, uh, Michael Baskerville. So there are players on this team, but you get Kobe Fields, you get Harold Perkins in, and those guys are going to make plays on this defense with the guys that you had lost last year uh, in a Damone Clark who led the team in tackles, who could have been the best linebacker uh, in the country. But if you if we stay on defense, at the cornerback room, you lost a lot. Elias Riggs, we know, went to Alabama, and that sucks. You pretty much had to re... Derek Stingley gets uh, drafted top five, which we all knew was going to happen. So... Your defensive backfield was pretty much completely wrecked. There was almost nobody coming back. The only person coming back was Jay Ward and Major Burns. But if you look at who we just brought in, if we start in the high school ranks, LaTerrence Welch, four-star cornerback out of Lafayette, we kept him home. He's going to be a long, lengthy uh, cornerback. Very, very good ball skills. Jordan Allen, another guy from Lafayette. Uh, Lafayette Christian Academy. He's a three-star. He is good uh, ball skills back there in the defensive backfield. But really, the new guys that we need to look at, yes, LaTerrence Welch could play. Yes, he could be the next great uh, cornerback at LSU. But the guys who are going to contribute 
and be huge factors on this team this year are guys like Jarek Bernard Converse from Oklahoma State, who was an all-Big 12 cornerback, started for four years there, decided to come to LSU for a chance to win a national championship, or really just a chance to play against the best wide receivers, best quarterbacks in the country, and you know that's in the SEC. You get a guy like Seven Banks from Ohio State who might just have been falling down the draft charts, but really he wanted to come home to LSU, to home to Louisiana. What's could be the best part of the defensive backfield is from our brethren up there in in Arkansas. They sent us Greg Brooks. They sent us Joe Fusha. Now, did they really send them to us? No, but they wanted to come here. And then you get transfer from ULL and Makai Williams Garner. That's seven new players in the defensive backfield. Five of them coming via transfer. So the entire defensive pack field is going to be new faces that we're going to have to learn. And Joe Fusha is one that we should know as well as Greg Brooks because those are guys that we have seen. They've played against LSU for the last few years, but now they will be wearing purple and gold instead of red. Jarek Bernard Converse could become one of the best cornerbacks in the SEC. He will be one that we are counting on to take over as your shutdown cornerback. And we hope that Seven Banks can take can take that step and be one of those uh, lockdown cornerbacks. Now, sticking to defense, let's move to the defensive line. Now, the defensive line was already... Very, very good with the the players that we already have, like a Jacobian Guillory, uh, Mason Smith, B.J. Ojolari, Ali Gay. Your defensive line, Ed Orgeron, made a focus on and built it up to be cl- to, to, to get back to where LSU needs their defensive line at. So, Ed Orgeron did right there. Brian Kelly is going to try to just keep that, keep that going because – here at at LSU, defensive line, one, is a huge piece when you're playing Alabama and Georgia and Florida every year, but two, is something that LSU can have great with guys from Louisiana like a Quincy Wiggins, who in some publications is five-star and some publications is four-star, but a high four-star. Quincy Wiggins, um, a big guy in the middle of your line, he's he's a little raw, but that's okay because of the guys that I just named who are already here. He doesn't have to step in and be a day one starter. He can contribute in the second string, in the third string, give those guys some rest, but give him some reps so that he can be your Mason Smith and your Jacobian Guillory in two or three years. That's possible first-round draft picks. So Quincy Wiggins, very, very, very good defensive lineman. You'll probably see him in the two, three deep. He won't start, but remember his name because he will be one in the in the years coming up. Also, you get a couple of projects in a Taiji Hill from New Orleans, a Fitzgerald West from Lafayette. Uh, we got a lot of pit players from Lafayette this year, which is just uh, which is great. Um, that's a that's a city. This this is something that's actually looked over. Lafayette has had a whole lot of players leave the state. Um, the number one wide receiver in 
the in the state last year actually is from Lafayette, and he decided to go to Alabama. So if we can keep those guys in Lafayette here at LSU, that can be huge because Lafayette produces very, very good players. But to help with depth on the defensive line and the transfer portal, you knew Brian Kelly was going to get somebody. You get a guy like Makai Wingo who played at Missouri. Um, he's probably not going to come in and be a starter, but he's going to come in and give you some snaps. Now, if you look over onto the offensive side, you have a, a you so at the skill positions on offense, you already know that you have great players. Kayshawn Boot, Jack Besh, Brian Thomas, John Emery. You already have really, really good players. But you have to keep those guys coming in. In high school, we only got one wide receiver in Landon Ibietta, who's kind of in the same mold as Jack Besh. You hope that he can develop, become a contributor on this team. You didn't get a running back. So in the transfer you got a running back in Noah Kane, who was a huge, huge running back uh, recruit out of high school. He did okay at Penn State, but a change of scenery could be really good for him because he's a, he's a very, very, very good running back. I think that him, along with Emory, along with a couple of the other guys that we have coming back this year, Noah Kane can give him can, – can give – Emory some uh, some rest, go in there and give you very, very good carries, give you um, another an, another look there in the backfield. Wide receiver help that we have coming, Kyron Lacey from ULL. Um, is that the hugest get we've ever got? No, but he started at ULL for a long for, for a while. ULL has won 11 games the last three or four years. We know that Billy Napier is now at Florida, but it never hurts to have another wide receiver who can come in and who can contribute. Now, where where you need the most help at, tight end and offensive line. Tight end, you get a guy named Mason Taylor. He is not one of the highest-ranked tight end recruits, but I tell you what, last year I watched – the opening game that they that he played at St. Thomas Aquinas, it was on ESPN. I thought he was the number one uh, tight end recruit in the in the country. First game of the year, he had like 15 catches for 170 yards, two touchdowns. He can come in. He has the size to block, so he's not like Jack Besh, who was a tight end or who was a wide receiver, who you just put the tight end title on. So you could say you have a tight end out there. Jack Best should go back to wide receiver this year. Mason Taylor can come in, play tight end right there um, alongside Jack Mashburn and Cole Taylor. And watch watch for Mason Taylor to be one of these freshmen who inserts himself into the lineup and makes some plays. Now on the offensive line, LSU, everybody knows that this has kind of been a hole at LSU for a while. And for a long time, it wasn't. For the last four or five years, it has been. But the number one player that you got on the offensive line, Will Campbell from Neville, a five-star on ESPN, he can be your left tackle day one. I mean, he started to practice with the ones in the spring. He's a freshman. He's probably going to have some growing pains, but he's got the body uh, to be a dominant left tackle. 
he's got the skill to do it as well. I think that Will Campbell, if not if not day one, by the time SEC comes around, uh, at least by the end of the season, will be a starter on this team. And I think in three years will be a first-round draft pick. Will Campbell has the talent, has the size, has the footwork. You watch some of the camps that he did uh, in high school that they have some films on. He's going up against the best defensive uh, lineman in the country, and he's keeping him in front of him, which is, you know what? It's exactly what he's going to do. have to do in the SEC is go up against the best defensive lineman in the country and keep them in front, keep the quarterback up. I think Will Campbell has a chance to do that. I think Will Campbell has a chance to be one of the freshmen that gives you the most help this year, one of the most one of the immediate impact freshmen on this team. Other offensive line help that you got, Tremont Shorts, guard from East Tennessee State. He's going to come in, give your line some depth. Does he start? I don't know, but he does give your line some help. Miles Frazier, on the other hand, that was one of the top offensive tackle uh, transfers out there from FIU, a starter there, uh, All-American. He comes in, he's probably going to be inserted into the starting lineup, um, probably at right tackle, um, but somewhere on the line, look out for Miles Frazier because he is going to give this team some some depth. He is going to give this team uh, really a, a boost, hopefully, um, on the offensive line. Miles Frazier, Will Campbell, two immediate impact Um First-year players for LSU on the defense. Like I said, in the defensive backfield, the whole the whole defensive backfield is going to be new players giving you uh, a boost in the arm because they're going to have to. You, you don't have the numbers from last year uh, of guys returning. Yes, you have uh, Major Burns returning. Yes, you have Jay Ward returning, but that's just a couple of guys. The recruits and the transfers on this team are going to be huge. Absolutely huge. Will the quarterback spot be huge? We will wait and see because it could be. But we're going to talk about that next Thursday when I talk about position battles. And obviously, quarterback is going to be one. Defensive line is going to be one. Which wide receivers are we going to be throwing out there? Probably won't get too far into that. But come back next Monday whenever I'm talking about the new coaches that we uh, that we have on staff. Um, because the entire coaching staff is new. So join me Monday for episode number 133 of Down the Lines. But... I'm Tyler Hunt, and I'll see y'all next week, and I will catch y'all down the lines.